Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Believe Sports, Business, Sports, Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Art Source, a Galaxy Sports with us, uh, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, and, of course, again, runs Galaxy Sports. And, Art, Art I'm going to put you on the spot right away. The Rams have had two shots uh, to clinch a playoff position. They blew them both. Uh, you can uh, give them a lean on the uh, Seattle game, but you can't against the Jets. So you're saying, ago. Fred, you're saying that Slim is leaving town. Slim might be leaving town. Okay, so because on Sunday now against uh, pretty good Arizona, they've got no Goff, most likely no Henderson, uh, and uh, now no Cup, uh, who is on the uh, COVID list, unless uh, it's not him who has it. It just may be a situation where he may have been in a room with somebody who has it, in which case he might play, but it looks like he might not. Rams against Arizona. Kyler Murray of Arizona is not 100%. The Rams have had two shots. Do they get it done or are they Fred, doomed? tell me a little bit about this quarterback that McVeigh likes. Uh, Rick Neuheisel was on the radio calling that this young kid is, is the real McCoy. John Walford? Yeah. Uh, he went That's to Wake Forest. He went to Wake Forest. I saw him play a couple watched, of times. I watched the Wake Forest quarterback the first few drives today. Right. Oh my God! If if this guy has half of what this kid has, they got a chance. Okay. It's so a new breed. I'm telling you, maybe they're right. Who knows? Maybe this works for the Rams in a way people have no idea. Then they have to figure figure out what they're going to do, like Philadelphia has to figure out what they're going to do because what do you do with 125 million dead dollars? Well, you got to find a team that definitely needs a quarterback, but again, you know, it's the, it's the Rams own fault. I mean, obviously they overpaid him. There's no question about that, but, uh, he, he was a small quarterback at Cal. He's not even six feet tall. And listen, I'm, I'm six feet and a half inch. I could not right, play quarterback. What? I told you Jared, Jared Goff was that quarterback that made the transition between what's now the the Jalen Hurts, the Russell Wilson, those the Lamar Lamar Jackson, those are the new kinds of quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes only runs what he needs to. That makes him even more effective. I mean, you saw the running of the Forty ers in the Super Bowl. I mean, that was that was incredible. All right, bottom line, I give them no shot against Arizona if Murray plays and he's supposed to play. Uh, you think that they have a shot? Yeah, I do. I actually do because you know what? I don't think Murray's been the same since he hurt that right shoulder, and neither one of these teams is going to last very long in the playoffs. So, you know, I would actually say the Rams have, if their defense shows up, they win. Believe sports business, everybody, uh, sports media. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. He's Art Source. I am Fred. Uh, 
Chargers, meanwhile, at Kansas City, and of course, if this meant anything to Kansas City, the Chargers would have no shot. But it means nothing to Kansas City, so uh, you don't even know if Mahomes will play at all. You don't know how many of their players will even, top-notch players, will even be on the field to play. Uh, now we find out that it looks like uh, Jalen Guyton may not go for the Chargers with the hamstring. Uh, Let me ask hamstring. you a question, Fred. Yes. yes. Who are the five guys, five head coaches, uh, lamenting the fact that Black Monday's around the corner? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, again, Anthony Lynn may be one of those five, except his only yeah. out. How his about own... Adam Gaze? Would you throw him in there? I don't know. Depends. If maybe they win the third in a row, and then uh, he's got an argument, just <laughs> just like and Anthony. The family goes, we love you. We've got the vaccine. <laughs> and they and of course. Uh, the bottom line is, by winning, they lost because they lost Trevor Lawrence, most likely. But anyways, I want to go back to Anthony Lynn. His only out here, basically, uh, to management, to the Spanos, would be, I want four in a row. Now, again, the Chiefs are not going to be going with uh, too many of their starters for very, very long. Uh, I, I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers this weekend. Again. I think Herbert might have a big day. Uh, Kansas City's defense yeah. is not that great, even with their going to play their best so and they're not going to play their best so i think the charges the enemy will be out doing interviews <laughs> yeah. no I, I i honestly think there's the a Chargers lot of have a like shot here on the this week fred i'm there's sorry a lot of games. there's a lot of games on the nfl schedule that you have to look at and look at other factors teams that have locked it up but no question about yeah. that or teams that are totally out of it Got to take that in consideration. But the teams that are totally out of it because the coaches want to keep their jobs are going to hit the coach is going to try to keep them playing hard. The teams that have already locked in, uh, like the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, certainly. Okay, Fred, what do you think of John Elway's call on uh, Vic Fangio? That he's bringing him back? Yeah. I don't think they have a lot of talent. And I don't think it's uh, Fangio that's making those uh, choices. I think it's Elway and other people higher think, than Do you Fangio. think if he gets the healthy Von Miller back and they, they get the offense moving, that, that he actually thinks he can compete in the West? Well, I think if Lindsey comes back and they got uh, uh, they got a running a running back, obviously. My kid, question is, is Drew Locke? No. No, I think uh, I, I think you could play quarterback better than Drew Locke, to tell you the truth. No, I couldn't. And you're 100 and you're and you're 123 years of age. Look, and I, 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 I listen. I saw Drew Locke at Missouri. I thought he was okay. I mean, he was an above average uh, college quarterback, but that I thought but, he had great talent. I think he'd be a an incredible backup quarterback. I agree, but no better be than perfect. that. No better than yeah. that. All right, so. Yeah. Uh, so that's the National Football League. And, of course, Sunday night, we, we got to laugh at this a little bit about uh, who's playing. Uh, and they were sort of stuck with this. But it should be interesting. The Washington football team uh, uh, <laughs> against Philadelphia. Philadelphia is the only one out. Uh, Washington's in. But, of course, Haskins is out. Uh, who do you like? I, I what, like what is going on? And, and how much did the owner pay out for that party he had on the yacht? Oh, God. Uh, but... But uh, usually you've discovered this. I've discovered this. And anybody listening to Believe Sports Business has discovered this. The team that has to win usually wins. I'm not saying it's an, it's an automatic. But I got a hunch that Washington, the football team, may end up with a victory. Your comments. I think Jalen Hurts will shock the nation in the Capitol. Okay. He's been playing very well. 
although he played Can the first half. Can I say half. something? If they'd have played him all year, they'd have a two-game lead going into this game. I think you are correct. What happened in the second half last week against the Cowboys? Well, the Cowboys, Mike Nolan is one of the preeminent minds of the 4-3 defense, and I think he threw a defense because most college teams play the Oklahoma, the, yeah. the 5-2. He threw a defense at, 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 uh, at Jalen Hurts that he had never seen before. I mean, this is the old Tom Landry, Dick Nolan, flex 4-3, where you blitz about seven different people. It was beautifully done. And I'll tell you what, Cowboys, Cowboys, they look really, really like the strong favorites to win the NFC East. You want to you want to hear a uh, secret now? I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody, but quiet, Fred. Last year, I actually voted for Jalen Hurts for the Heisman, not necessarily because he was better than Burrow, but because of the fact how I think he was shafted at Alabama, had to transfer yeah. to Oklahoma, and played as well as he did for the Sooners. So he actually was my Can I what number he one did choice. In those two yeah. You know, Nick Saban, the, I mean, I've always known that Nick Saban didn't have the highest character of all. <laughs> but, but listen to me, Fred, you don't do that to a kid like Jalen Hurts. But they did. <laughs> Tui, Tui asked, he would have been fine, waited an extra year. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's go there. Let's go there. We got Catholic University against Alabama, New Year's Day. Oh, uh, I, I think uh, the Sooners uh, will win. I mean, the Sooners, uh, the, the Crimson Tide will win by as many points as they need to win by. 27, uh, maybe? Maybe more. I don't know. They they can score on Notre Dame, and Notre Dame does not have any real deep threats. And uh, you know, they're Notre like, Dame has to do their 11-play, yeah. uh, eight-minute drives and try to keep the kids, the kids uh, off the sidelines. On the other side of it, Dabo Sweeney should have shut his mouth. But folks, oh. if you if you missed this, he said that uh, he would have he would have voted Ohio State uh, 11th instead of uh, uh, in the third slot. And uh, then he came back a couple of days later saying, "Oh, I wouldn't have voted for anybody in the top 10 who only played four or five games." Fred, Fred, the the playbook first they page of the playbook says, "Please do not get the other team fired up." But I still like Clemson to beat Ohio State. Who do you like? But by, by, by seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll cover. I mean, Ohio State. The running back sermon last week had a remarkable day. It was a three hundred thirty something yards. But that's not going to happen against Clemson. And Trevor Lawrence is getting back into form. And I think that's enough for me. Let me ask me. you a question. Here's the key question of the key to that game. Okay. Are the Ohio State receivers healthy? I don't know. We'll find out. We the got. See, this is what scares me about college football. The COVID-19 rules, they don't have to say on the air yeah. who's going to play, who isn't going to play. How do they set these spreads? One of the spreads today, uh, the Wisconsin spread, was crazy. I mean, it opened at one number, and, and then tonight's spread has moved nine points because Florida has no receivers. They all oh. opted out. They want to go to the NFL. Folks, so uh, we have to mention that we are taping this at 3.40 right now on Wednesday afternoon, the 30th. So we're talking uh, from this perspective, things could certainly yeah. change, as uh, Artie says. Uh, I'm sorry, Fred. I no, forgot I, that we're like 
around all the time. No, no, no. I'm just saying that they need to know what time we're taping this in case things yeah. change and think that we don't know what we're talking about. Things do change, and uh, uh, and again, we'll find out what happens tonight as far as the, as far as the Florida Gators are concerned. I want to talk to the uh, National Basketball Association for the next couple of moments. Um, it's LeBron's birthday on this Wednesday, and he's got some kind of injury. My hunch is that San Antonio, injury or no, since it's his birthday, he will play. I put him in a couple of my fantasy teams. Do you think he will play tonight in two hours from right now in San Antonio, Texas? No. Okay, then I'm going to lose my fantasy. Uh, I'm just gambling a little bit that uh, cuts his birthday, and usually on your birthday you do pretty good things. Uh, based on that, uh, he might Okay, play. wait a minute. I'm going to amend that. He might show up like at halftime and go in for a couple of plays or maybe something like that. But I think he's beat up. I, I think, you know, Fred, we didn't even talk about this with the NBA. It's the shortest turnaround in the history of professional sports. Yeah. And that's not a game where you're jogging down to first base. You're sprinting the 94 by 47 piece of hardwood, as my good friend Chick Hearn used to say. Yeah. No, it's I mean, a, that's, the, the, the Lakers coming off a loss on Monday night. Uh, by eight to uh, Portland at uh, and the huge crowd at SoFi didn't help him a bit. Uh, well, let me ask you this question: We're talking sports business, LA. Uh huh. You're Mr. Stephen Ballmer, and your ball club's down fifty-one at half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they came back and uh, won on Wednesday night, uh, on Tuesday night, by about twenty something. So uh, that you know, you the NBA in two thousand twenty. I mean, come on, it's like everything else in this. The society we live in. I mean, you, if you think you have anything figured out, well, just wait a couple of minutes. No, I think your point well taken about the short uh, time off because the I don't ever remember, obviously, a 50-point win by one team or another, but there have been a few 40 and 30s that you're usually not going to see in the NBA. I just think it's almost like, I mentioned this before, I used to go to, I went to Culver City High School here in Southern California, but I used to play at night and whatever at Venice High School. And sometimes, and, and the point, just like a pickup game, you know, at the park, and, and uh, the the bottom line, it's just not the same NBA. But of course, they need TV money, and so Fred. they stand that they're going to play. So you know, there was a place called Main Beach in Laguna, yeah, which was a pretty cool place to play basketball. Right, and the only way you could survive there is you had to have something nobody else has ever seen. Okay, so I developed this like thirty-five foot. Jerry Lucas style set shot. Uh huh. That if I stood in the right spot, I can hit it pretty much eight out of ten times. Right. So I got to meet all the great players over the years. It was awesome. Will wow. tells me one day he goes, "That's a nice shot you got there, kid." <laughs> really, from thirty-five? Yeah, in the wind at the beach in Laguna. <laughs> That's pretty spectacular, to tell you the truth. It was almost from the sandpit. I didn't have That's a jump. I, I didn't have That's a jump I shot until I was twelve. I just, uh, basically well, just pushed it. So uh, they used to measure my jump shot with how many credit cards you could slip in there. All right, uh, a couple more minutes right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. I'd like to thank Mario for putting it together this afternoon. It's now three forty-four, a couple hours before San Antonio versus the Lakers in San Antonio. Meanwhile, uh, the the Portland Blazers up against the Clippers at again. Uh, the Staples Center, where they're going to have a huge crowd one more time. Fred, we got to talk about the Padres. 
Well, that, well, let's talk about this basketball game first because Paul George and Damian Lillard apparently don't like each other, so I played them both in my fantasy. Uh, who wins tonight uh, as the Portland Trailblazers play against the uh, L.A. Clippers at well, the Staples Center? I, you know, I've always been a sucker for Portland. I go back to Ramsey, Jack Ramsey, and the great Portland teams. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to go with Portland. I, I like Lillard. I like... I like uh, Curry's little brother. No, he's not, not no, playing good right now. He's not on that team anymore. Curry's little oh, brother. No, he's no, he's. He, I th- I'm trying to think Philadelphia or somewhere, but he's not on that team anymore. Uh, Probably not, Philly. That's why they're like playing great. I think no. I know that uh, he's a good player, but obviously he's not his brother. Okay, finally. The San Diego Padres uh, picked up two pitchers and a Korean player over the last uh, few days. Uh, Yu Darvish, of course, uh, Blake Snell. We all know him uh, from uh, being pulled after five-plus innings against the Dodgers in the so-called World Series. Dodgers have done nothing. Some books have moved the Padres uh, you know, closer to the Dodgers as far as favoritism. But the bottom line is the Dodgers still have the better ball club. David Price coming back or not. Kiki Hernandez coming back or not. Uh, Turner coming back or not. Uh, Peterson's not coming back. I still think the Dodgers have the better club. Who do you think is the better team? I think the Padres actually made a move under A.J. Preller to, uh, to, to really go straight at the Dodgers. I'm not saying they're better. I think both teams are great teams. One of the two, along with Atlanta. What's really funny is only the Padres in Atlanta have done anything in free agency that amounted to anything. True. Braves picked up two pitchers. You know, the Dodgers, honestly, the Dodgers, I thought, would have made a blockbuster deal. You know, unless they want to, you know, and if they stay status quo, really, they do have the best talent, Fred. And Andy Friedman thinks he's the smartest guy in town. So uh, uh, you can't push him to do anything. Again, I, I would bring well, back you Kiki Hernandez. How do we equate smarts to cash? <laughs> I would bring back Kiki Hernandez ahead of anybody else. Peterson's not coming I would. back. And I'd also bring back Justin Turner. Uh, Why would you break up a team that won the world championship? Because he's, what, 36 and he wants a lot of money. And, of course, the, uh, the COVID deal uh, where he knew he was positive and he jumped in the... Uh, picture and nine Dodgers ended up uh, you know in quarantine so but, uh, didn't they already trade our boy the the, the power hitting uh, Peterson right fielder I mean Last they traded year. him to the Angels and then said no we don't want to trade uh, well Artie's changed his mind on the deal and uh, but Peterson hit 36 home runs two years ago he hit 150 I like Peterson in the short season honestly God Fred I'd throw him in the sixth slot I'd let him hit. I don't care lefties, righties. They could bring a guy from Mars in. Let the guy play. Jock Peterson's going to get you 100 RBIs. Might hit 270. What if it's going to be a rock'em, sock'em 270? But you know the interesting thing about him? Uh, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to think of all the players right now. When he came up as a rookie, he became their center fielder, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, he's their sixth best center fielder. Uh, because if you add to A.J. Pollock... And so much speed. Uh, the guys are that much faster now? No, he's fast, but he's... Just, I, you know, they on the, the analytics, uh, he's like yeah. their sixth best center fielder. Kiki, of course, Chris Taylor, of course, uh, uh, A.J. Pollock, of course, Mookie, obviously, and Bellinger. They're all ahead of him as far as the analytics are concerned. 
And Friedman's a guy with numbers. So from based on that, I know Mookie's uh, also been right, Fred. But if I was, if I if I had really the the outfield that I wanted, right? I mean, I'd have Bellinger with the bad arm now. I mean, right. he's got to move to left. Right. I put Mookie in center, and I put the kid out in right, and let them all play out there. About if there's 500 games, let them spread. You know, like a everybody gets 120. Okay. Before we go off the air. You realize that uh, the majority owner of the Padres is Tom Seidler, the mm-hmm. uh, ne- nephew of uh, Peter O'Malley. So if you're Peter O'Malley, and I did send him a Christmas card, he sent me a Christmas card, and we've been doing that for well, he's a great guy 30 years. I agree with you for 30 years. But in his heart, at this point in time, if the Dodgers played the Padres in a one-game uh, playoff to go on uh, to the World Series or to go on to uh, the playoffs or whatever the case might be, is his heart with his nephew or is his heart with his club that he owned and his dad owned for so many years? Well, if Blake Snell's on the mound, he should let him go seven, then bring in whoever their their setup guy is, and and win two to one. That's how I would look at it. So you're saying his heart would be with his nephew, his blood, versus the team uh, you know, that he's been with forever. All right, Walter O'Malley, Peter O'Malley. Let's look at the truth. Uh-huh. What were they What were they trying to accomplish in L.A.? Making as much money as they could. I don't necessarily. I mean, that's part of it. It's part of reality. I, but I, I'm going to tell you something. I know Peter a little bit when I was doing Dodger Talk for those years. It was never a nicer human being to me in this radio business. And as already right, as you right. know. Some of the wealthiest some of the wealthiest people I've ever met were the nicest human beings. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. That means but, nothing. You can you know, be a bum on the street. If you're a good guy, you're a good guy. You're a good Well, anyway, what I'm going to say in the in, Folks, in the radio business, uh, it's a cruddy business. Uh, I, met, I met, I met, I met many more snakes, and I hate, I apologize to snakes. I met Mary, uh, many more people that weren't very nice that were nice, and uh, Peter O'Malley among the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Linda McCoy Murray is a good friend of mine. We've had discussions about it. Every time I've ever met the man, and I've only been privileged to do it three times, he was a complete gentleman. No, never say anything bad. The O'Malley's only made one move. They left Brooklyn. And, and that's why a lot of people don't like him. And that's well, all they, they all they asked for was a nice parking lot and a new ballpark and people and the guys who ran the and things. I tell you what, I, I would dream if you and I could have a hot dog, a beer, and watch a game in Old Abbott's Field. Well, I did as a very young kid, and you did at 127. You were only 50-something. You know so. I spent a few days. I was always harassing that right fielder that had the good arm. Carl Ferrillo? You were bugging Carl him? Carl Ferrillo. You were bugging him. Hey, folks, uh, this has been Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Artie, we're going to do Sports Overnight America tomorrow at 3.15 your time. Do you understand that? I do, and I love you, Fred. God bless everybody. Bye, guys. And uh, Mario, thank you very much. And we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.